Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the RRK Holiday Gamescast, where we talk about the infinite amount of games that there are to play. This week's game, we're going to talk about Steep. And I'm going to go ahead and say off the top that I, I don't really follow winter sports at all. Like when it when it comes time to do Winter Olympics, Summer Olympics, uh, it, it if it's on, I'll watch some of it. I, I think it's very impressive. It's not that I don't think like oh those people are wasting their time. No, I understand the in, insane amount of training it would take to do any activity in the snow. First of all, um. Snow is hard to maneuver in. Um, duh. But, you know, I don't relate with it much. I grew up in, you know, Mississippi. I've lived in Nashville, lived in Florida. So, you know, the, 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 the most, uh, the, or the closest I've been to, uh, skiing or or doing ski stuff would probably be in Nashville. I've never gone on like a skiing vacation. Might be something I need to do. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting too old now where it's like at this point it's just dangerous. I don't know. However, on the other side of that coin, growing up, I really did like uh snowboarding games. Uh, I want to say like SS Tricky was one. Uh, Tony Hawk games. I feel like are also in the same kind of vein. Um, is is you know as as far as those kind of games go, where it's like a, a alternative sports game, we'll call it. And um, and I used to play the heck out of the. Uh, oh shoot, I'm I'm forgetting the name, but it's a it's maybe you'll know if I describe it. It's the one where you can you're you're essentially racing, but you can choose rollerblades, you can choose skateboards, bikes, and and you're racing. It was a PlayStation Two game. This is going to kill me now. Um, I might try to look this up after <laughs> after the fact. Um, but it, what I'm saying is, I'm not shy of those games. Do I do I snowboard? No. Am I opposed to a snowboarding game? Absolutely not. So when I talk about steep, I'm not talking about it in a in a way where it's like, man, I you know, I'm anti snowboarding or or whatever or, or winter sports or <clears throat> you know, there's more to that than than this. But let's see, let's start. I guess let's dive right in. So notable facts about steep that you probably need to know is I got this game. I want to say it was included in PlayStation Plus, so I did not pay for this game. I was tempted to buy this game a couple times because I really do like the look of it. I think, you know, like when this game was being sold is like, this is going to be a winter adventure kind of thing, like a mountain adventure. You, you can race, you can play with friends, you can, it, there, there's elements where like, Hey, you're on a snowboard, you pick up your snow, like you take it off, you start walking. Then, you know, over here you start skiing. Then over here you start paragliding. Then over here, you get you a wingsuit. Like you can, you can really kind of traverse this land, right? Well, for Ubisoft, who made this game, 
you're probably familiar. They make a lot of games where you traverse a lot of land. Okay. One of one of my favorite games in the past year is actually Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which we'll talk about at some point. But the that's a big game. A lot of space you cover in that game. And, um, you know, essentially, that is what Ubisoft has kind of hung their hat on in the past decade is... We're going to give you a lot of of area to cover. We're going to give you a lot of open world. And sometimes they hit and sometimes they miss. And man, and I'm going to defend them and say I wish they hit every time. Because almost every concept that Ubisoft puts out, like for every game that they they make, I'm typically on board. Uh, we've talked about this. Like you tell me um, we're coming out of the, an open world ga- Ghost Recon game. I'm like, "Yes." If it's, yes, I want to play that. If it's good, let's freaking do it. We're going to make like an open world-ish game where it's post-apocalyptic. You're, you're going to be in Washington, D.C. You're going to be, it's going to be real guns though. You're going to be in New York. It's called The Division. I'm like, yes, 100%. A thousand times yes, let's do this. You're going to be a Viking. You're running around in England and you're cutting dudes' heads off, cutting people's arms off, and you're trying to save your tribe or, or your, your clan or whatever, a thousand times, yes, this is a game I want to play. So it was no different when Steep came out. And they're like, all right, we got an open world like game that's based on like winter, like winter extreme sports is what we'll call it. <clears throat> now, I mean, these, haven't, these games haven't been around in a while or any good versions of them. So I'm like, okay. I could I could get down on that. I could go with that Ubisoft. Um but unfortunately it did not turn out how I would want it to. And it, you know, maybe I'm just a bad gamer. But let's 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 back up a little bit here. You know, the game is steep, came out in um worldwide release 2016. Um, so we're looking at a five-year-old game as it stands today. Uh, I think the graphics are great, you know, for this. Like, I, I mean, like, it, the, I think it looks beautiful. I think there's no issue there. Um, like the the environment that they chose is like looks awesome, feels awesome. Uh, I, I think it's great. Something that, you know, the the teams that made this, uh, you know, they published it, they developed it. I'm going to see these developers. Um, let's see what they did. I was going to see, like, what other notable thing they've done, like this branch of Ubisoft. And I cannot speak for it right now because I cannot find it. But essentially, Ubisoft makes games. You guys... Uh, every game I just mentioned, <clears throat> Ubisoft makes also Rainbow Six Siege, which I've been playing a lot of. It's an Ubisoft published game. They make a lot of games, and they make a lot of games that I play. But um, this game coming out didn't didn't just get a lot of great reviews. You know, it, it's something that's not necessarily for everyone, as far as like it's a niche marketable style of game but again there was a mar- I feel like there is a market there I think Tony Hawk uh 
the remakes that came out in 2020 proves that. I think you just got to make it feel good. It's got to feel good. It, it can be a sim, but it's kind of ha- has to be an arcade. And I do want to mention uh, like an arcade feel. Well, I do want to mention off the top, I, I don't remember Matilda Rapport. Okay, Rapport. <clears throat> I I feel personally bad if I'm going to talk about a game I didn't really enjoy or didn't spend a lot of time on or receive for free that people work so hard on. I feel decently like uh, people work hard on games all the time. Okay. They, they work hard. There's people that put their life and soul in these games. If, if I don't like it, that doesn't mean other people don't like it. It's not cheapened in any way. Why I say that? Why am I saying this right now? Matilda Rappaport. Um, was a Swedish Alpine free skier, uh, free skier, skier, free skier. Sorry. Essentially, um, she passed away while doing a, uh, video, a promo video, um, for this game and, you know, doing (laughs) anything you do on a mountain in the snow is dangerous in some way or the other. Okay. Like, let's just. Around where I live, it's more skiing on lakes and stuff. Still dangerous. Can be catastrophic. And in this situation, I don't think this is anything necessarily like erroneous on her end. It sounds like there was a sudden avalanche uh, in Chile, which is where this was. she was doing this promo video. And that's terrible, you know. And and I hope, you know, that this this game in some way honors for what she did as what like what she followed, what her passion was and you know, terrible. So I'm sorry if I've depressed anyone at this point, but my, my point is, is that the, you know, all games typically have a lot of work and a lot of people that put a lot into them. So if, if I ever sound like, Oh, this game sucks. I never want to sound like I'm saying that the work sucked. Being in a, a a the tech field myself and working in that, I I know full well that one person on a part of a project can be brilliant, but then timeline crunch or another team can be in a different direction, and whenever you get the final product, it is a bit Frankensteinish. Okay, like that's just the truth of it. I mean, one could argue that's also why a lot of very popular games as of late have less developers or single developers, you know? Um, it's a different beast, but like when you have a massive game and a lot of people working on it, it you know, everything has to tie together. Sorry, that went a little soapbox here, but but I, I think the point is come across. So let's t- let's dive into Steep then. I probably played Steep about six to eight hours. Um, mentally, I was in a pretty good place playing the game. I, I don't feel like there was a lot of like incre- incredible stresses. There were other games that I was playing at the time. This was like the only game that I was trying out from my memory. 
Um, I absolutely love the environment of this game. I, I think the mountains, I think the art style, the character models, the, the colors, everything in that is great. The snow tech, we'll call it pretty great. Um, even there's even some, <laughs> they kind of go into like having a more, more hardcore UI message, like when you wreck and stuff, like, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's got the vibe of like, this is rad. I'm even cool with that. Like I enjoyed some of that, you know, like it, it, it makes it a little less stiff. However, why didn't I get into this game more? Why didn't I play this game more? Why can't I say that I just love this game? First and foremost, the top reason this game didn't stick, like I didn't stick with this game over time, is the way that it felt. Looks great, did not feel great. It, I mean, I would, I would say this game is a simulation of, you know, uh, skiing, snowboarding, wingsuiting, base jumping. Like it's, it's kind of a sim and sims can be very stiff, um, because they're simulating, you know, something that's real, which there is resistance to what these actions I'm talking about. You're not a gosh darn superhero. If you yourself go put on a wingsuit and jump off a mountain, it ain't going to feel like you're in a video game. Okay. So I get that. Like you want some weight to it as the user, like for the user experience. However, for a game like this, for me personally, and probably for a lot of others, like if you're going to go about being in an open world scenario where you're parachuting and, uh, you know, you're skiing, everything like that. Like you want to be able to do cool tricks and you want to be able to kind of recover from them a little bit easier. Um, so I think this game could have used a, a, a couple more ounces of arcade type feel or gamification outside of the, the, the simulation. Um, Another thing about it is like it's just a lot of races, right? Like it's a lot of races. Uh, you can like so play with friends, and you're essentially going downhill like the whole time, and you're racing. So you that becomes a little repetitive. Like it can be at the biggest world on like the biggest open world game of all time, but if you're doing the same type of thing through the entire world. Depend if if your if your basic loop of gameplay doesn't feel incredible, then you're gonna you're you're gonna say okay, I just did three races on this side of the mountain, and it felt okay. It didn't feel amazing. All right, let's. What about this side of the mountain? Oh, this side of the mountain's a little bit like it's slightly different, but is also a side of a mountain. Uh, what what am I doing here? You know, like that the experience hasn't changed much. And again, no fault to, to the devs necessarily because that's what mountains are. <laughs> like they don't, it's not like in the real world, one side of a mountain is snow and then necessarily the other one is like green fields. And then now we're riding on bikes. I mean, I don't know, but in a video game world, you can stretch things to, to, to hit, to, to hit the loop, to hit the feel good times. 
or, or, or make, make it feel great. Um, so, you know, then there's all, there's also kind of the RPG element of it as I guess what we'll call it. Like there's the progression of it where the more races you win, the more you unlock, the, you unlock more areas. Um, and for, and you know what, like this game, as much as I played, it could have totally opened up and became a better game, cooler environments that, that I'm, but for whatever reason that was not communicated to me as the gamer or I did not pick that up well because the, the pain of unlocking and doing well and starting over, um, to like meet those goals, to unlock different modes or new areas just did not like it wasn't worth the effort but because of how stiff it was to me um you know could could this could this game have felt better to me if i spent more time learning how to do it absolutely but that's kind of a hard sell you know when, when there's a lot of other games out there a lot of their interests and yeah, it's a competitive market. Anyway, so I think Express is kind of like what I liked about a game, what I didn't like about the game. What is the true value of this game? If you are super into snowboarding and you... I'm not going to say if you like Ubisoft games because if you like Ubisoft games, that does not necessarily mean you're going to love this game. This is kind of like a, not out of left field for them, but it was different, which is great. They should try to do different. But... um I don't know. Like, I, if you're that type of person or if this makes you think like, oh, man, it, I think you do this. It, it, do not, though. If you're like, oh, man, I used to play PlayStation 2 and I used to play Extreme Sports and Tony Hawk. Like, Tony Hawk Pro Skater was amazing. That that new remake 1 and 2 was amazing. This is not that game. So, though it has, like, that look maybe and you can imagine, like, oh, if it did do that, like, it's not that game. But... A fair price for this probably twenty dollars. Like if you didn't, if if it's free, that's what you want. But um, if I bought this game for twenty bucks, I wouldn't feel hosed. I'd be like, okay, that's probably fair for what I got here. So I think that's probably the true value of this game with like how it ties together. Um, and that's it uh, for Steep. Uh, again, like not the worst game I've ever played. It's just it just could have been a lot better. And that's typically most games. It's been great talking to you. We're going to have more soon. Um, I will take this moment to speak about other things going on in my life. Um, for those of you who are listening, we essentially, uh, I have released another book, uh, I've, which is great. A book of short stories. You can find that on Amazon. Um, pretty simply named the best short stories of the edifice universe. Um, and we'll continue to put out short stories. We've had a little bit of a break in, in time because we've tried to shift gears a little bit. I think we're going to make a full length book rather than short stories for our next project. So um, it's probably going to be tied together. So I'm building that world now and list of characters and outlining all that takes a little bit of time. I still also need to make uh, or finish the edifice part two, which I do care awful lot about. Um, But it's kind of my baby. Like I really want to get it right um, and make sure my mind is right for it. 
And as always, um, you know, rkholiday.com, you can find all of this. You can find my social media that has links to everything. We do have a Patreon. Um, if you want to support the podcast or books or any of that, you definitely can. Um, so yeah, you can find all those details at rkholiday.com. Reach out sometime. Let me know that I'm not alone in this world. And, you know, uh, there's a way to message us on rkholiday.com. You can also write in to rkholiday, a, the letter A, at gmail.com. We'll probably need a better email for address for that but but it's okay rk holiday two l's a just the letter a at gmail.com or if it's easier go to rkholiday.com you can send a message on the website on the note of contact and we get that as well so any games you want me to cover any topics to cover like in our in our segment where we're not talking about games throw it in there happy to chat with you or to you, or about you behind your back. Because I'm a real piece of crap. No, anyway. All right, it's been real. Hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you have a terrific week. Thanks very much. <laughs>